Hello, fellow Dis Nerds, and welcome to a couple of Dis Nerds podcast. I am one part of the couple, and my name is Madeline. And I'm Timmy the Stumbler. <laughs> and we are so excited to be back with you for our seventh episode, where we are going to talk all things restaurant reviews. We can't wait to tell you all about it. <laughs> All right, so as we previously stated on our last episode, we recently went down to Disney and we ran the Disney Half Marathon, which if you didn't hear all about our Half Marathon experience down at Disney, please go check out our last episode. It is episode six, titled Half Marathon at Walt Disney World. It was amazing. We had the most amazing experience and you can tune in and hear all about it. But on that trip, Running was not the only thing that we did. We also did eating. (laughs) If you know me, you know I love to eat. And that is absolutely a key part of this last trip. So we are going to go over all of the places that we were able to eat at while we were down in Disney. Although some of them were not the healthiest, considering that we were there for a half marathon. Most of them. (laughs) But we're going to go over each of them. And I figured the easiest way to do this was to basically go place by place and review it in different categories. So we're going to go over food, ambiance, service, uh, the hype or like the excitement about the restaurant, and our least and uh, favorite food there. So least favorite and favorite food there. So I figured the first place to start was honestly the first place that we went, which was, drumroll please, Coral Coral Reef. Reef. (laughs) Wow, we were pretty in sync on that. Uh, Yeah, we went to Coral Reef, which for those of you that don't know, it's in Epcot, located near Nemo and Friends. And Tim, I'll let you kind of start off with telling them a little bit about it, because it's a pretty interesting restaurant, no? Yeah, so it's basically a giant aquarium, one whole wall. It's like theater seating and there's tables and then one whole wall is an aquarium. So you get a really cool view as you're eating primarily seafood. So it kind of makes you feel bad, but also kind of interesting. And you can scuba dive in the aquarium. Yeah, so you actually can see like a ton of fish, sharks. I don't know what else is in there. There were a couple turtles, no? Yep. Yeah. There, there were a bunch. Um, but it was really, really interesting to see. And there is a little part of you that you're kind of sitting there eating salmon and then you watch a salmon swim by and you're like, ooh. They don't have salmon in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but there is a party that's like, okay, I'm eating fish and there are fish right next to me in this aquarium. So that was a little weird. Sometimes I feel like the shark look at you like, hey man, give me that. Yeah. Cough but it up. it's really cool because not only can you see the fish while you're eating, but the fish can also see you which I just think is fascinating. So overall, if we're going to kind of start our rating system, I think we should start with the ambiance. For Coral Reef, I would give the ambiance a 9 out of 10. It's a seafood restaurant. You feel like you're in an aquarium, which is amazing. And to me, it warrants a 9 out of 10. It's very well themed. What do you think, Tim? On ambiance? On ambiance of Coral Reef. I mean, it's a cool aquarium but i don't know if i've ever been to aquarium considering i don't like seafood that has made me hungry so i'm not going to rate it too highly on ambiance <laughs> maybe a seven okay i feel that you are not a seafood person so not i feel like all. this restaurant is kind of hard for you to rate because honestly guys if you don't like seafood i maybe wouldn't suggest going to coral reef um i personally love seafood so i'm in for coral reef but 
it is difficult to find something. I will on the say menu. I tried salmon again here. I I tried it again because you, you ordered did. it. Yeah. I still don't like salmon, so there you go. Um, that brings us into my next category, which was the food at Coral Reef. So I'm I ordered the sustainable salmon, and you ordered the shrimp and grits. Yep, shrimp and grits. Okay. So, I personally loved my dinner. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Uh, the only thing that I would say was the salmon was a little bit oily, but typically when you make salmon, it's going to be oily regardless because it's just oily in general. But it was really good. It was salmon with this, like, risotto, and I honestly, I would probably give it a, a 9 out of 10. The dinner was really good. I'm and surprised I, we're not getting the typical Madeline 7 out of 7 10. 7 out of 10. For everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I would give it a 9 out of 10. I also really liked the bread at Coral Reef. It was just very fresh. It went, it paired nicely with the seafood. Overall, a good vibe. Um, and the other thing I would say is I ordered a fun drink while we were there. I ordered what was called the 50th Sipabration. And it was basically like a bath bomb that you dropped into your drink. Made of sugar. Made of sugar. It was a little mini mouse in this case. So you dropped it into your drink. I think the drink on its own, like without the little drink bomb, um, was just lemonade. So you dropped this little... Yeah, but I want to I wanna pause there because it wasn't like the lemon part of lemonade. It was like straight mm -hmm. up normal sugary lemonade. And then you added this sipabration yeah. bath bomb and it was more sugar. And it was just like mega sugary so I actually I put the little bath bomb in and I drank it and it was almost too sugary for me to even like drink it was so like you know that face that you make when something is really sour and your lips kind of get that like tingle to them it did that but it wasn't sour it was from extreme sweetness uh but I did think it was really cool that they did a 50th drink a 50th sip abrasion it was fun it's also i think was mainly geared at kids because it's not alcoholic um but i would just say watch out because it is sugary madeline didn't finish it i am a champion yeah. <laughs> of sugar so i was able to drink the whole thing but it does make the drink look really cool yeah it does and it's a cool little activity for kids honestly of like taking a little mini like thing and dropping it in the drink and then watching it dissolve and watching the whole drink change colors i feel like if i was like five yeah it went from like a lemon <laughs> that would be i was great, entertained by great it entertainment. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but i it went from a lemonade color to like a glossy blue and gold like the 50th yeah it was really good though um like really cool to watch if you like something really sugary have at it i personally do not so i it was not my favorite i would probably rate the drink like a two out of ten maybe a three out of ten for the fact that it was fun so tim what did you think of your meal at coral reef the shrimp and grits were good but i don't like seafood that much so that was like the only thing that i could eat it wasn't really a choice well i actually feel like i <laughs> as time goes on you guys will realize i normally take a bite of tim's food i did this with the shrimp and grits <laughs> a bite <laughs> um and I actually, I tried the shrimp and grits, and I have to say, I don't think it tasted seafood-y. Um, shrimp, to me, does not really taste like a typical fish, like something like salmon or cod. Um, so I actually thought if you like shrimp and you're not a huge seafood person, 
definitely go with the shrimp and grits because it it doesn't taste that much like seafood it's very well seasoned it has other things to it that give it a different kind of flavor so for coral reef let's talk about the service shout out to all the waiters and waitresses that make this possible classic i'm gonna get to it first before madeline can oh my god okay well i do want to say i actually think the service at coral reef was awesome and i'll tell you why first of all I think that it's amazing because I love when the waitress or waiter comes to your table even when you don't ask about the bread and they just offer more bread. What the? Madeline, you stole that from me. A little inside the uh, the episode here. Mm-hmm. We tried to record this last night and the audio was trash. So for well, I, Andrew specifically, I made sure we redid the whole episode. <laughs> Shout uh, out to you, Andrew. And I said that last night and now that's being stolen from me. Well, I agreed with you, so I took it and claimed it as my own. That's what marriage is. Anyways, I definitely think that the service was amazing. I also really liked the fact that they know a ton of fun facts about the fish in the aquarium. So every time that our waitress came up to our table, she would tell us these different amazing facts about the different fish there and what it was like to work there and stuff. I also thought it was really cool that all of the waitresses, at least, were wearing earrings that were kind of themed to like under the sea uh our waitress in particular had these big like turtle earrings on and i noticed that a bunch of them were wearing them and it was definitely a conversation starter with us and the waitress so overall i would give the service a nine out of ten at coral reef it was awesome yeah like i was saying last night when i said that i love when they just bring you more bread uh (laughs) so and our waitress was really nice she was coming up to the table frequently telling us fun facts about the fish that that were swimming by yeah telling us the secret that you can uh, actually dive in the aquarium. Yep. So I would rate the service 9 out of 10. Because yep. I, I like to leave room for, for growth, you know? Yeah. I don't want to just go off the bat with a 10 out of 10. I feel that. I get Maybe that. at the end of the episode we'll revisit it. There you go. I would say in terms of the hype around Coral Reef, honestly, guys, I don't think there's a lot of hype around Coral Reef. <laughs> I think it's kind of one of those places that if you like seafood and you know about it, you've definitely gone there or you want to go there. And if you're somebody who's not a huge fan of seafood, you probably don't really care about Coral Reef. There's no, I think because it's an older restaurant at Epcot, I don't think it's necessarily that talked about anymore. One thing I did want to go over, though, was the price of the meal. It was expensive. I mean, it's... I disagree. How do you disagree? <laughs> so How much did we pay for the two of us? We paid $80 Which for the Which is expensive for two That's people. That's not true. For two people... In for dinner, I'm looking at like 50 to $60. No. For two people, if we were to go out in New Jersey, that would cost... It would cost us the same, if not more. Um, and to say that we got a meal for $80, a sit-down for two people for $80 in Epcot, that's like nothing. Too expensive. I disagree. I would say the price was definitely fair and for where you are in the parks and for what you're getting, you're ordering seafood, which is always going to be typically more expensive. So I thought it was fair. I wouldn't know because I've never actually ordered the seafood. So there you go. There's a fun fact that I can learn from. So Tim, what would your overall rating be of Coral Reef? Six out of ten. Yikes. Why? Because it was average food that was expensive but with great service six out of ten okay i would give coral reef honestly i would give coral reef probably an 8.5 out of 10 i thought it was really good i loved the service i liked the food the only thing that was kind of a little bit annoying was that it was a little bit loud there um and the tables are very close together so you really could hear 
other people's conversations very clearly. I doubt they let you do this, but we also got a table right up against the aquarium uh, wall, which is like a perfect spot to be in, in the uh, restaurant. Yeah. If you can get that table, I would suggest that that makes it way cooler because then you can more closely see all the fish. Yeah, it definitely adds to the ambiance and fun of being at Coral Reef. So I want to talk about the next spot because I think we're going to have differing opinions, which is which saddens me. I feel like you know because we recorded this last night. I, yeah, it's not really like I'm <laughs> psychic. We already recorded this part. We're re-recording it. But Shout out to Andrew for the audio quality. Let's talk about the yachtsman. I, I mean, let's just talk about ambiance first. Okay. okay. I, I, I'm already have a, a just problem. Say, just say your rating out of 10 on three for the ambiance for Yachtsman. We're on a podcast. Ready? They're not going to be able to understand. Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For real. I would give the ambiance, obviously, a nine out of 10 for the Yachtsman. Yeah. I mean, I... Don't agree with that because first off, <laughs> I don't like that you have to enter the like lobby of the hotel and then go all the way to the end of this hallway. It feels like a very weird entrance to a high end restaurant. You know what, Tim? I actually, I actually do agree with you about that. Maybe I would knock them down to an eight. It is kind of annoying that you have to walk through the yacht club resort and you're kind of going down this like long hallway and then you finally get to the actual restaurant. So I do kind of agree with that, but. In terms of when you actually get in the restaurant and you get to be in the Yachtsman to eat, I mean, let's just be honest. The vibe is nautical and bougie. Yes. I like that vibe. That's a good vibe. I don't disagree with the vibe is nice, but I don't think that they pull off nautical bougie steakhouse. Oh, I do. I just feel like once you're sitting in the restaurant, so the the entrance at the end of the hallway is weird. Then you go past the the service uh, desk. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not a service desk in a restaurant. What is it it's called? Like the a, hostess stand. Yeah. They have yeah. like the cool like cuts of meat that they yeah, show you like in a nice a steakhouse. steakhouse. Vibe. Then you walk by the kitchen and then you get in the restaurant. It's like a normal place, and I'm no. just like. It's very dimly lit. It's lots of wood. You feel like you're on a ship. It it ties together nautical, bougie, steakhouse, and puts it all in one. And I think it does it pretty well. I, I would say a solid 8 out of 10. The only thing about the ambiance is, like Tim said, walking through that, like, super long hallway to get there kind of ruins it. But, yeah, because if I'm going to drop, like, a lot of money on steak, I want it to be, like, an experience, you know? And yeah. nothing takes me out of that experience, like, walking down a hallway yeah. in a hotel. I'm going to ask you how, well, what would your rating, you said 7 out of 10? No, 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. What would you do for your rating for the service? Oh, I love the waiters and waitresses that come over with the little knife thing and they scrape off the breadcrumbs. Like, I understand I'm a messy eater, but thank you for cleaning up after me. So, service, I would say 8 out of 10. Really? Yes. I didn't... I would actually say I didn't love the service at the Yachtsman. I don't think they were very attentive for the amount of money that you're paying to be there. And I wasn't thrilled, which is weird because normally I am thrilled with the service at the Yachtsman. But this last time, she, our waitress really didn't come for like asking if we wanted a refill. She didn't bring extra bread. She didn't, she checked in with the table once when we 
actually got the food. So yeah, I wasn't thrilled, especially considering the high price that you're paying to eat at the Yachtsman. Uh, the service was, was subpar. I would say... I would say like a five out of ten. Wow, service. brutal! Shout out to all the waiters and waitresses that make the food service possible. <laughs> Thank you for shouting them out. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I what about your what about our actual food that we got there? So, do you want to talk about what you ordered first? I don't remember okay. what you got. Ribeye. You got the ribeye. Yeah. yeah. I like a good fatty cut of beef, so ribeye is <laughs> where it's at for me. Can't relate. I got the filet mignon. <laughs> Oh, uh, but you want to tell them how you got the filet mignon so I, everybody could be yeah, disappointed in you? Yeah, I, I will tell them how I got the filet mignon. Guys, shout out to those of you who, like me, when they come and they say, what would you like to eat? And you say, filet mignon. And they say, how would you like it cooked? Rare. And Is that you what you're say, supposed to say in nope. a steakhouse? And some of you that, that feel me on this, I shout out to you, I love you all. When they say, how would you like it cooked? And you say well done, almost like a hockey puck, those are my people. Those are my people. That is what I say. And I do use the hockey puck reference. I say well done, like a hockey puck. I don't want to see any blood. Yeah, just sling it out of the kitchen to me. Yeah, just slide it on out. <laughs> um, but honestly, that's how I... Tim knows this already. I actually prefer a lot of my food, like, burned. I just think it tastes better. So... Steak is the same way. I really like uh, steak well done. And I, I, I seeing, like, blood when I cut it or having it look really it's pink. It's not blood. It's hemoglobin. Oh, gross. Can't. Sorry, can't be involved. Love it well done. Like it charred on the outside. Sign me up. Ruin a perfectly good cut of meat. No, you make it better. It tastes amazing. Um, Agree to disagree. But So I ordered the filet mignon well done like a hockey puck. Turned out great. Loved it. And then I had the sides of mac and cheese. Truffle and mac and cheese. Truffle mac and cheese. And I also got the mushrooms, which were really, really good. I highly recommend them. And I think that was those were the only sides I got. It came with mashed potatoes, which I also ate. Yes, and you also <laughs> ate my mashed potatoes. And I also ate Tim's mashed potatoes. I can eat if you uh, didn't know. Tim, what did you get? You got the ribeye? What did you think? The ribeye? I ordered it rare, like a normal person does in a steakhouse. And it was charred on the outside, not to a point where it had a crust, but was like tasting like char, which was disappointing because it's yeah, an expensive cut of meat. You were actually, you were unhappy when it was brought out. I, we almost sent it back, actually, Tim's. But I don't want to be that guy, you know, just. I, you should have still... been, looking back, you should have just been that guy because the amount of money that you pay to be at the Yachtsman, if the meat isn't cooked exactly how you want it you should send it back the sides i thought were delicious the iced tea i really love the truffle fries if you haven't had the iced tea at they the brew Osman, it fresh every 20 minutes they throw away the whole thing talk about being wasteful it's so good though it's so good i like that is a 10 out of 10 for sure all forever forever it's a 10 out of 10 so i would say between the ambiance the food we always hype up the yachtsman so I feel like in our world, there's hype around it. But I don't know if that many people talk about the Yachtsman. I like the, I just like steakhouses too. Yeah, you do. We've gone to a lot, when I feel like, I'm actually going to take back what I just said. I do think that there is a lot of hype around the Yachtsman at Disney because there are a lot of people who really like steakhouses. And typically when you ask them about 
what steakhouses at Disney they like. They always mention the steakhouse in, in Canada, in Epcot, Shula's, um, which is a steakhouse, I believe, in the Swan and Dolphin, which we went to, and then the Yachtsman. Shula's so, was good. I was, like, licking the plate. Good. I, oh, I didn't like Shula's. But overall rating for the Yachtsman, what would you give it? This go around? I'm scared. The classic Madeline, 7 out of 10. Oof. Really? Yeah. I'm a 9. I'm a 9 out of 10. The only thing I was disappointed with was the service. Otherwise, I was like, great, Yachtsman, perfect. Love it. I well, I mean, it's hard to mess up a hockey puck. You'd be surprised. They did it very well. So, I do want to move on. I teased this a little bit on our Instagram. I am about to tear this next place pretty much to shreds. And I'm sorry to those of you that are big fans. But the next place... I would actually give, I'm going to say my rating. My overall rating for this place would be a 1 out of 10. <laughs> I thought it was absolute trash. Yikes. And this place that I'm referring to is, in fact, the Crystal Palace in Magic Kingdom. Pick up your jaws to those of you that are Crystal Palace mega fans. Do I'm Crystal sorry. Palace mega fans exist? I'm sure they do. And I'm sorry to you if that's you, but I genuinely, the service was fine. I'll start there. The service was fine. It's a buffet. I don't particularly love buffets, but like, that's fine. Service was great. I would give the service probably nine out of 10, whatever. But the, the actual food and ambiance was just trash. Like there's no other way to describe it. I thought that because we were eating in Magic Kingdom, it was going to be like really nice and the price you're paying to eat there for a buffet is pretty expensive if you didn't know it's $39 per person right which for a buffet is a lot and I just didn't feel like it's it was a lot for a buffet for a buffet I feel like you it's... could go to the Grand China buffet you pay $10 oh that's a reference people are gonna understand so I would say for the price you're paying which is $39, like I said, it is definitely not worth $39. It's just not. There's not a lot of food options. Also, everything there, and honestly, guys, I'm not like a health guru. I'm not a super healthy eater. But everything there was like deep fried. But they had Walt's favorite fried chicken, which was really good. I don't... I was not a fan. Like I said, the service was fine. I would give it a 9 out of 10. In terms of the ambiance... Honestly, not great. You're in Magic Kingdom, but, like, there's barely any windows. It was really dark. It also just looked like not, and I never, I typically never say this about places at Disney, but it also just looked like it hadn't been cleaned. Like, it looked like there were a lot of people that were in that day, and nobody, like, went around and made sure that, like, the welcome mat was clean, and, like, there wasn't food all over from where people were serving. Like, it just looked... It looked like it had gone through a whole day of having people in there, and I it probably did, and I get that. But I just feel like for it to be at Disney and in Magic Kingdom, it should look spotless basically all the time. So I didn't love that. And in terms of the food, like I said, there were just no healthy options. Like I everything had as much roast as I could eat. That was my favorite part. Yeah, which was disgusting. Gotta get your money's worth. Gotta so get $39 gross. worth. Even, you guys... 
even the green beans. I was like, oh, okay, green beans. Because it was a lot of, like, traditional food. Bacon like, and fried mash, onion. <laughs> mashed potatoes, like, chicken, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, green beans, great. And then I look at it, and it's green beans exactly like Tim said, with bacon and, like, fried onions. I was like, oh my gosh, I just want something that's like a little bit healthy. They do have a salad bar, but it wasn't anything to like write home about. Um, yeah, I just, I just didn't love it. I would say ambiance, two out of ten, and food, two out of ten, maybe, if I'm feeling nice. I think that there was no better traditional like American meal, and talk about an American, than fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and green beans. That's a pretty American meal right there. No, it is. And I, I pounded the roast that they had, which was delicious. Very so, fatty though, again. As I said, it's $39 per person, and the second that we walked in, Tim was like, oh, they have roast, I'm gonna make the money back. I almost didn't see it. I had one plate of the fried chicken, and but then I was like, oh, there was a roast at the end of this line. But I'm just if we're, getting in line for the roast. If we're keeping it really real, you actually didn't really like the roast. You preferred the country fried chicken. Yeah, but, you know, you got Which gotta, says a lot, because Tim normally always will go for, like, red meat. I mean, fried chicken, though, I'll go for it, too. That's true. But, yeah, I wasn't thrilled with Crystal Palace. I mean, we would love to hear from you if you've been there um, and you had a great experience or you really liked it, or if you didn't like it. I think... The important part that we missed, though, was that there's oh. no characters. That's right. Yeah. So that's the other big thing, is the main appeal to Crystal Palace is that it's, like, character dining. So you can... I think there's, like, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger. I don't really know who else is there, but I know that they've been there before. But there were no characters. Our entire meal, we sat there, not one character came out. They had a cool hedge of Tigger. I was like, what is this? That might be due to COVID, honestly. So I will, I will give them the benefit of the doubt on that. But oh, I just, again, is. again, $39 for the food, for it to not be that clean. Like, I, w I was not thrilled. I was actually quite unimpressed. Yeah, I don't think I was very impressed either. I left not feeling great because I had pounded lots of fatty roast. Yeah, the food was just super heavy. And like I said just wasn't great. Like, the way I would describe it was, it it wasn't awful, but I wouldn't go back. Like, if I had if I had to go pick a place to eat at Magic Kingdom, it would not be the Crystal Palace, just being honest. Like I said, for me, it was a one, maybe you two Eat at Casey's ten. Corner if you're going to eat If you're going to eat trash. Yeah, well, not trash food, but like heavy food. Yeah, definitely Casey's Corner over Crystal Palace. Agreed. You want to roll into the next one? Which one? Boma? Yeah. For breakfast? So let's talk about it. Boma. We had heard a lot of hype around Boma prior to going. Tim and I, neither of us had ever been there. In Animal Kingdom. Yes. And it definitely kept with the theme of the Animal Kingdom resort. Uh, it had a very, like, African influence to it, which was really cool. And it was also really interesting that they had... Some traditional African dishes, and some of them were incredible, I will say. In terms of ambiance, 9 out of 10. Really? What did you like about the ambiance is the question. I liked that it was, like, kind of dark, lit, very, like, like woods, nature feeling. But I also liked the colors that they used, like, very drastic, bright colors. Um, I liked it. I thought it was... It, it fit well for where it is. 
It's in a resort. It's in Animal Kingdom Resort. And I thought it went well with the theming of that resort. Yeah, I agree. And I like Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom because of that nature-y, uh, cabin-y feel that yeah. they have. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're definitely not really my, like, vibe. I'm much more of a Grand Floridian. Your pastel colors. Yeah. Old Key West. Old Key type. West. Yeah. yeah, that's more my speed. But I do appreciate that they definitely stuck with the theming of the resort throughout Boma, the restaurant. And it was cool that it was a buffet. Definitely a better buffet than Crystal Palace. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would like I said, I would give the, the ambiance a 9 out of 10. What would you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. The Madeline 7 out of 10. Perfect. I felt like it fit in with the resort, but it wasn't anything that blew me away about okay. Boma. Okay. I, I get that. What did what you... I, I feel like what they missed on is if that had a view of, like, the safari. Yeah. I, we sat be... really close to where the buffet was. So, if there is, I apologize. But we were so far I from think any there, windows. I think there might be, actually, because there's windows on that whole backside. Yeah, I don't think they look over to the safari, though. We should yeah, I'm not sure. probably look it up, but we're not going to. We're not going we to. We're just... it. It Let us know in the, the comments experience. below if you've gone to Boma and there is a safari view. Um, I do want to ask you... What did you think about the hype? Because there was a lot of hype for us going into Boma because we had heard a lot of really positive things about it and people saying that it was the best place to eat, like, ever. Disappointing because we went in the morning and they had the some unique dishes, but... It's important to clarify, we also went the day before our race. So we were trying to eat somewhat healthy i didn't feel like that was hard to do there no but there was just a lot of normal breakfast food like yogurt yeah. parfaits and fruit i tried the watermelon uh with parsley and basil i think it was some seasoning on it that you'd never put watermelon on and it tasted about what you expected really i okay so i actually i actually i i will say in terms of the hype the way people spoke about it, I was a little bit disappointed. I didn't think it was the best place. To they eat. had some really good stuff, and I think they just yeah, didn't live up sure. to the hype. Hype for sure. Abs exactly what I was going to say. I don't think they lived up to the hype of people saying, "Oh, it's the best place to eat on property." That might be a stretch, but it was really good. Um, I'm going to transition right into the food. Basically, I would give the food probably an eight out of ten. Yeah, I think the, the unique dishes that they had there, I could go with an 8 out of 10. For the rest of the breakfast, I don't know, 5 out of 10, because it was like normal breakfast food. Like, it was something that you'd find at a at a hotel, like, continental breakfast for free. No. Except you had to pay for it. It was just like fruit, yogurt, no, eggs, omelet. No, they had specialty omelets. They had, like, all this. They had I'm taking special... all the specialty stuff away. But Why? So, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Five out of ten for the normal I, food, eight out of ten for the specialty But I'm stuff. saying I think all of their food really was specialty. Like, even the oatmeal, they had, like, a special coconut oatmeal. Disagree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say I disagree with you on that. Like I said, I would definitely give the food an eight out of ten. They had this amazing, like, tomato... Specialty food? 100% agree. They, would, they had this amazing, like, tomato stew. It's apparently, like, a traditional African dish. Man, people are going to think I'm such a picky Ooh. eater, but... It was so good. I don't like tomatoes, so I stayed away you from that. You are a picky eater. I'm not a picky eater. They also had this, like, um... It was, again, another, like, African dish, and it had, like, like sausage tomatoes a cheese but it was in this like egg souffle almost 
I'm not, I'm probably not describing it very well, but it was incredible. It was so good. The, oh, the best thing at Boma, hands down, was the coconut oatmeal. Oh. No, I really like that South African um, sauce that they had. That was also good. But the coconut oatmeal, did you try the coconut oatmeal? I tried everything. <gasps> no, you didn't try that. You didn't try that. Extra it job. was it was so good. It had like a coconut milk base, I think, to it, and it was like very creamy. It tasted like like a traditional oatmeal, but like a little bit sweet, but not crazy. Just like a little undertone of coconut. It was really, really incredible. That was probably my favorite food there, and I would probably give that a ten out of ten, truthfully. Okay, so what's the overall rating? Overall rating of Boma. Eight point eight. Oh, now we're doing just randomly adding points to it. No, seven. They were they were just under a nine. Seven point seven for me. Okay, I would say the only thing that I don't the only reason that I gave them an eight point eight would be because I don't typically love buffets. They're just not my thing. Um, and I will also say it's very crowded. It was very crowded. There's a lot going on. And it was very loud. So. The food was very good, and it was a great experience, and I liked the whole theming of everything, but there were a lot of people there, and it was very loud, so I don't know that I would give it anything higher than an 8.8 for me. I wouldn't give it anything higher than a 7.7. There you go. Because I give it the Madeline rating. But shout out to all the people that were working at the buffet and making omelets for people, because they're the real heroes. Oh my god. So... That concludes our list of restaurants that we're going to review for part one. But don't you worry because there is part two and we are going over some really incredible places in part two as well. But do you know what time it is, Tim? It's time for Q&A. Absolutely. So our first question, which comes from, I hope that I'm pronouncing your at right on Instagram, but I think it's Bugaloo. I might be wrong on that, but they gave us two questions, and the first one was, what was the most expensive dish? The Yachtsman ribeye steak. Yes, absolutely. It was like $60 by itself, which is like what I would expect to pay for both of us for a normal meal. Yeah, so from our trip, the most expensive was definitely Tim's ribeye steak, but in general, I've seen some pretty expensive like surf and turf options at different steakhouses. Those can often run you really, really a lot of money. Well, because they use the lobster tail too, right? Yeah, so really... absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, for our trip, Tim's ribeye, Tim's ribeye took the cake for that. Uh, which dish sounded the grossest, and which one sounded the best? Sounded the grossest for me, salmon, because it has that weird fish taste that I just don't understand how anybody really likes. Like, tomatoes, I can understand why people like them, but fish is just, I don't get it. Uh, Which one sounded the best? Filet mignon, until it turned into the grossest when Madeline made it well done. (laughs) I would say the grossest for me is going to be out of the Crystal Palace. (laughs) The grossest there for me was probably the green beans with, like, the bacon and fried onions. It's just too much going on. It was just too much. Um, and which one sounded the best? The truffle mac and cheese at the Yachtsman. Ooh, truffle mac and cheese. Truffle mac and cheese was incredible. Uh, our next question, not necessarily Disney related, but it came from Juliana. She actually asked us two questions. And the first one was, do you have a middle name? Yes. Okay. 
what's your middle name? Well, that wasn't the question. We'll have to wait till next well, week. No, we can share. Do you have a middle name? Yes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Thank you for the question. I guess tune in next week to find out our middle names. Uh, and then she also asked us, cheese or no cheese on your burger? I'm a cheeseburger guy. Same. Uh, I'll cheese on, cheese on anything. Cheese on everything. Uh, next question. And I loved this question. And we don't, we can do one for the trip we just went on and one answer in general. What restaurant has the most delightful or romantic ambiance? And Susan asked us this question. This trip, I would think... I, I think the Yachtsman, because it's, like, really treating yourself. So you really feel like, ooh, ooh like, look <laughs> ooh. at us. Uh, yeah, I would probably say the Yachtsman as well for this trip. Definitely had the most, like, delightful and enjoyable And the question was, ambiance. like, delightful, romantic. If you're talking about, like, a yeah. fun date, I would say Coral Reef was more of a fun date. Yeah, I would say in general, and we didn't necessarily get a chance to go over it in this uh, episode, but I would say the most romantic ambiance for me, it might surprise some people, is actually the Grand Floridian Cafe. I think Topolino's. Oh, true. On the on the roof? True, Topolino's is really romantic. It's very like, ooh, it's on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> but the Grand Floridian Cafe, I would also put up there because it's got like really pretty pastel colors and a lot of florals and it just feels very like warm and inviting. Um, our next question is, what is your favorite restaurant in all of Disney? You got to go first. <sighs> That's so hard. My favorite restaurant in all of Disney, and this might not sit well with some people, is... I'm going to say it. My favorite restaurant in all of Disney is the Enchanted Rose. I love it there. Because <laughs> it's in the Grand Floridian. And it's so fun. My favorite restaurant in Disney World is Ohana. And that's also a fun <laughs> one, too. And it's all-you-can-eat meat, which is, like, totally my speed. Yeah, Ohana is really good. I just prefer the Enchanted Rose, like I said, because I really love the vibe it has and, and being in the um, Grand Floridian. It's just really warm and, like, cozy, and I love that, like, rosemary refresher. It's so good. Yeah, that lemonade, rosemary, so vanilla refresher is, is really good. So good. Uh, okay, our next question is, what is the best restaurant in Epcot? And this is from Elizabeth. Rosen Crowned. I, wow, this is going to sound so contradictory. Really? Yeah, I love their fish and chips. I, that's the only fish that I can eat is the cod. I know, you just went on that whole tangent. Yeah, this whole episode, I don't like fish, I don't like fish, I don't like tomatoes. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> restaurant in Epcot is the fish place. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I have a weird palate. I, I, I like that place too. Favorite place in Epcot for me, I, I don't, does this count? I really like uh, the food and wine festival when they did the Italy booth no, and the rigatoni. Okay. What is an actual restaurant? <laughs> no, my favorite restaurant in Epcot is, my favorite place in Epcot would probably be the restaurant in Mexico. I love the food there, but I will also say it's really cool that it does like an indoor outdoor vibe. I love that kind of vibe. And I, yeah. you stole the words out of my mouth. I know. We, the first time we went there, actually, we 
that was the first time I'd ever got, I'd ever eaten there was with your family on you know our what? first trip to We Disney. talked about earlier this trip that we like when they bring us extra bread without asking. You have to pay for extra chips there, which is yeah, which not is, great vibes. Which does kind of stink, but definitely very but the, fun. Plus, you get to if you get a, the right seat, you can see the boats go by for yeah. the Three Caballeros. And it's, I was just going to say, it's near one of my favorite rides, the Three Caballeros. That can the only three be your Caballeros, favorite. The Three Caballeros. Shout out to those of you that like that ride. Um, but yeah, that would definitely be my favorite restaurant in Epcot for sure. What's your favorite, Tim? Oh, you said Rose and Crown. Yeah, Rose and Crown. That's right. I eat there every time. Quick service. He does. Every single time we go, he gets Rose and Crown. But all right, guys, that ends our Q&A segment. Tim, I believe it's time for something. Let's do fun facts. Wow. New transitions and everything. So today's fun fact did you know that the cobwebs in the Tower of Terror are actually made of hot glue? They stick it at one end and then they stretch really? it out. I yes. didn't know that. I actually had no idea. Yeah, that's how they make all the fake cobwebs. That's very, that makes gun. sense. That's... Somebody had to go in there for each strand, touch it, and then drag it across. Wow. That is, that is so Disney. That would have been. To be that, like, meticulous about something. That would have been an entire project. Yeah. That's why they're the best, though. Guys, we just want to say thank you so much for listening to our seventh episode. We did do, we got so many amazing questions, first of all, for our question and answer segment. And we also, on our weekly poll, we asked you guys if we should continue to live stream on Instagram or YouTube our recordings, and you all voted yes. So thank you so much for that. And we also asked... Once again, if you would be interested in a YouTube channel, and you also voted yes on that. that I just wanted just to clarify on that one, because last time I know I asked if you guys were interested in a YouTube channel, and Tim was like, everybody said yes, but I wanted to make sure that you weren't just lying and, like, hyping us up. You came through again, and you voted yes for a YouTube channel, so we are going to make that happen for you. But thank you so much for tuning in and just supporting us. We really appreciate it. This is something that Tim and I are pretty passionate about and we really enjoy doing and to have people listening to it and interacting with us whether it's on our live or submitting questions for our episodes whatever it is we really love hearing from you and we're so grateful to have you guys as our audience so thanks for tuning in we'll see you next time with love and a little pixie dust <laughs>